Now recording. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to podcast number 43 for Saturday, the 23rd of January, 2021. How is everybody doing? Hello, everyone. Hello. 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 I I am Certificate 18 from the Alt Gaming community, and I am joined by all sorts of lovely people also from that community. We've got Hat, my co-host. Hi, Hat. How are you? Hello. I'm good. Excellent. Uh, I'll go quickly through. Ian, Kaito, Nightfire, Rev, and Canada, a.k.a. Rose. Hello. (laughs) Not dead. Ian's not dead. We thought it was bad. He might have had the COVIDs, but he didn't. Everything's good. It turns out he's just old. Yeah. (laughs) He's got a low immune system or whatever. Issues. Yep. Um... Well, how are you, everyone, in the listening world, listening to our podcast? Hope you're well. Hope you're enjoying, as best you can, lockdown um, and staying safe and healthy and so on and so forth. We've got some news from the gaming world for your lug holes. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about Star Wars and what's been going on in the whole Star Wars franchise of, of permissions to make games and other things. Resident Evil has been uh, showing off some bits and pieces so we're going to talk about that. But first off, we're just going to see what everyone's been doing in this January, these last few weeks since our last podcast. So what have we been playing? Uh, Hat, what about you? Well, I've, last couple of weeks I've been playing pretty much nothing but Tarkov. Tarkov, Tarkov, Tarkov. Yeah. With uh, Ian and Rev, been doing a lot of rack tactics, uh, upsetting streamers as they come out of raids. <laughs> Camping it's only, exits. It's the only way to play. Because you gotta hit him with a rat attack. <laughs> Getting friendly fires after I've killed the guy with fire. Have you got a kind of place in Tarkov now where you're quite well established? If any more, yeah, less vulnerable. Yeah, just office up on my mantelpiece. That's uh, waiting for someone to come through the door and check the opposite corner. That's Excellent. my safe space. <laughs> Fast runs. Like a true rat. I've noticed that you like to get in and get out. Yeah, I like to lose. I yeah. don't care about the kills, I want the loot. <laughs> Ian, how about you? How's January been been gaming for you? Yeah, it's been um pretty much <laughs> pretty much Tarkov day in day out with um with a smattering of Sea of Thieves in there as well with um ah. Barmy and Bloody and anyone else that's been jumping on. Lovely chubbly. Uh, Kaito, I think you've been playing like some factory game, haven't you? Yeah, I uh, made the mistake before the New Year's to buy Satisfactory and just tanked my first 100 hours since last week or a few days ago. It's <laughs> 100 bit, hours if... in like 12 days or something, less than that. Seven days. <laughs> something like that, yeah, and I regret nothing. But it, it basically, if you have... Factorio, and you want it in a 3D environment with some other bits and bobs, then you get satisfactory basically. And then setting up your system is quite satisfactory. Why is everyone doing puns now? Because <laughs> we're a bunch of pun guys. 
But I've been trying. I've been trying to go through rehab for it, and I'm playing Path of Exile. Okay. Because the new league started. Ah. Uh, Rev. So once Tarkov, I'll let you guess the other, Dave. <laughs> oh no. What do uh, I talk about literally every podcast? Uh, Have, you done your Have you done your There you go. You did your homework. Yeah. <laughs> I do listen sometimes. Yeah, just Tarkov, not 2014. Pretty much all I've been playing. Excellent. Yeah, you feeling confident with Tarkov now? Starting to get the feel for it? Since yeah. Since the reset? Yeah, it's very different playing in a squad and playing alone, to be fair. It is. It's much harder. Playing alone is... In the squad, I feel like it's harder, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. You have I to be mindful more. of others and communicate and whatnot. I, when you're alone, it's just fucking move whatever. Shoot fucking everything. You're good. Yeah. So, yeah. Dave, you, Dave, you broke my arm today when we were playing. Yeah, that may have accidentally <laughs> shot you with a shotgun. Yeah, we're, we're, we're pushed in to office. I killed the guy. Dave came in after us and went, ah, that's another guy, and shot us, even though he saw us walking just a second before. Well, I, I thought you'd been killed in fence, but I mean, some sometimes that how it be. Remember when I was to your right shooting out of the building we were in, and you just looked at me and gunned me down. Pat. I mean, was... I was very tired there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, it was. I came home from work exhausted. Went, oh, let's play Tarkov. Yeah, sure. Played a shotty and then got killed. I literally just went. You know what? I'm too tired for Tarkov. And just called it a night and went to bed. <laughs> Here's me trying to defend you while you were medding in a corner, and motherfucker just mows me down. But... I wasn't even medding, that was just lying there with two broken legs watching doors, trying to work out where they were coming from. That is, uh, that, that is how it be sometimes in Tarkov. Yeah, you can't play Tarkov tired. It's, you have to be alert, like you're being hunted. Yeah. I, can, I can still hear Rev scream the first time bloody gunned him down. <laughs> it's me! In in, in 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 factory where you where in fact yeah. I think both hat and bloody shot at you at that time didn't you? The worst is like I'm I'm going I'm coming around the corner I'm coming around the corner and just fucking bang, bang, gunned bang, me bang, down. Bang. <laughs> it's just like, little cries of why. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Rose? What have you been playing uh, in the later January weeks? Um. A lot of things. I decided to do a demo for Phasmophobia solo to do the prison to see how the map is. I've been playing, of course, a lot of Genshin, a lot of Honkai Impact. Um, there, there's too many games I've been playing, but a lot more horror games that are more underground ones, like Omori, which I'd highly recommend. Oh, interesting. Things I've never heard of. Um, it's always good to get different takes on uh, what our community are playing. It is always so varied. Which is excellent. Um, so, we've got some quick news for you. We're going to go around and just, you know, get our little opinions we... on these before we dig into the big ones. Did night? Do we get night fires there? No, yeah. I didn't want to say anything <laughs> because <laughs> I wanted to know if you'd actually realised. <laughs> no, I didn't realise. <laughs> 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, I'll, I'll do two fingers and there's four fingers. <laughs> Two fingers of Guinness. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Nightfire. Please carry on. It's not anything interesting. Uh, okay, doing the monster on the right. No, all right. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what about yourself, Dave? What have you been playing? No, we do need to really I hear Nightfire. I was only joking. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's just been the Monster Hunter Rise demo. Been indulging on that and um, actually been catching up with the Borderlands 3 DLC. That went on sale not too long ago, so me and a, a few comrades have been uh, splashing out on that. Nice to go. Yes. But yeah, other than that, it's all been pretty typical stuff. Excellent. Um, I was, I've been doing CSGO. I've managed to get Master Guardian 2 now, MG2. Which is like you got your AK with your little florets of around the side for anyone that cares. So we had a relatively toxic session though recently with like me and Viking are both going, Well, I think I'm better than you and he's like, No, I don't think you are, I think you're bar garbage, mate. You're Viking this. toxic. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's just in CS. But yeah. I was like, Yeah, if, if I was one v one in you, I'd definitely win. <laughs> I'd wreck you, Dad. I'd yeah. wreck you with Skyrim. <laughs> One v one, me bro. Yeah, <laughs> it was that bad. It was terrible. And I've been just in, in little like downtimes. I've been trying to just play some more kind of chill, lean back games like Rimworld <laughs> and a little bit. Of, I've been trying to get into Tarkov. I can't commit to it like for many hours. It's it's really draining. I find it because um, I just have to be so aware. But yeah, so a little bit of Tarkov, which I'm getting there. But I think I'm down by about half a mil at the moment. So yeah, but I started a new uh, RimWorld playthrough, which is quite a good. I did it with some different settings, Randy Rando and some other bits and pieces that I hadn't done before. So that was cool. Factorio, a little bit of that. Just sort of more chill out games as well. So like serious PvP and then in the afternoons more chill out, which is nice. I've been very tempted to get back in uh, Kenshin or RimWorld, just one of those sort of style of games, but I know that I'll just lose weeks and months of my yeah. life to it. You already have a D&D campaign to be building. Exactly. <laughs> I've got a lot of things to work on. I don't have time to dedicate to a virtual colony of war crimes. We, uh, we also downloaded, because um, it was free on the Epic Store, we picked up the Star Wars Battlefront 2. So we had a little bit of a, a binge on that last weekend as well, which was pretty good fun. I quite enjoyed it, earning my uh, my right to play as Darth Vader or whatever. My favourite character was this red stormtrooper. He was really good. I could seem to <laughs> old, old. Uh, I, I think you've probably angered like most of the actual fans of Star Wars by just saying that. Yeah, I can't remember his official name. Sorry. No, it's I just mean, you know that, that one red stormtrooper guy. I mean, good I job. You just got the podcast. <laughs> it's just with, you know this guy with a red lightsaber and breathes bad. Dark Vader or something? Dark Vader, yeah. <laughs> a red <Mid> trooper. <laughs> oh, are, th are those not the, are those the ones from the new like the last shitty Star Wars movie? Maybe he's, I think they're about like a thousand pound or whatever the currency in game is. Um, you know, type of person specialist or something. But yeah, they were, they, that was one I was really wrecking, wrecking face with. It was fun. Ah, uh, yes, the Sith trooper. Sith yeah. trooper. I, I was I was sitting there going fucking red. I don't know. Yeah, what the fuck not that not is. the Imperial Guards with the cloaks, like not those. Yeah, that's from, what like, I was thinking. The original Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I had in my head, but I haven't watched any of the new Star Wars films. No, so. Yeah, I don't know what they've added. I know the names of the old things. I just don't know the new. Yeah, ones. same with me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it looks like in uh, the very last one of the shitty trilogy, they brought in just like red stormtroopers, and literally it's just a stormtrooper sprayed canned red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay? And they're called Sith troopers. <laughs> 
which is a lot less interesting than the old Republic. It also just sounds really edgy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, quick news. I'm going to go get to Hat to maybe like fire these through and then see who any of you guys have got any comments on it. Uh, Hat, we'll start with A, the Pokemon one. Pokemon yeah. Snap. New stuff coming out. Nightfire, I believe you're the expert here, Andrew. I, I quite like me some Pokemon Snap. No, it's actually looking yeah. pretty good. I wasn't expecting uh, them to go quiet for it for so long and then suddenly come out with a uh, release date trailer. Of all yeah, and likewise. Yeah, but, it, uh, it, just for our listeners' benefit, it's a little bit of Pokemon Snap backstory. Has there been other games? What kind of game is it compared to what everyone so, else thinks of as Pokemon? Because they're genius at naming their games, <laughs> this, is, this is a new Pokemon Snap because there was one previous Pokemon Snap just called Pokemon Snap. So yeah, this is the new one. one game before it. <laughs> Do you think that the decision on the name was a snap decision? I the original game came out in nineteen ninety nine. So, you know, it's not new. I think it, I think it only had uh, Gen One Pokemon in it and it yeah. only had like 50 of them. They've had a lot of time to make a new one and, you know, really touch it up. What's on the N64 at the time? Yeah. To be clear, it's it's Pokemon Snap, like, take a snap with a picture, not Pokemon Snap, the card game, snap! Like, no. So, like, the original game is... The original game is literally you are on rails on, like, a fucking, like, go-kart type of deal and you're just taking pictures of Pokemon. And it was really fucking fun and just cute. And now it's just, there's more of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that's a lot more entertaining to play than to watch or yes, to really discuss, that. admittedly. But the, I think the interesting thing of note is that uh, visually, the game is looking a lot nicer to look at than Sword and Shield. That's Not good. by a huge stretch, but it still looks <coughs> better than a mainline Pokemon game, so... Says a lot, really. Some of the <laughs> textures are a bit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it's it's still looking a little bit off in places, but it, it, it's still looking better than Sword and Shield. I, yeah, like the, the Pokemon and the characters—they look fine. But when there's like one scene at what, like forty-one seconds, where there's some a toucan, I, I assume it's yeah, it's Pokemon, in a nest, and the like, nest looks yeah a little worse for wear. <laughs> and, like the rock walls look a bit low res sort of resolution. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm there just to look at the pretty, pretty Pokemon. I don't really care that much about the fucking detail of the ground. <laughs> Very true. True. Like, as long as the Pokemon look good, I don't give a shit. The fucking tree could be made of Legos, and I'd be happy with it. <laughs> good, because that's what you're getting. <laughs> yeah, I was just saying, But, um, yeah, it's, it's nice to just, uh,. It's, it's going to be a nice, chill po- uh, Pokemon game. My issue with it is probably the price tag for what it is. Um, uh, it's 50 quid. Oh, Nintendo. Yeah. You don't yeah. let us down, do you, Nintendo? Yeah. <laughs> so, if, if I'd be happy if it was like 30 quid. Um, and even then, that's probably a bit much for what it is. But, yeah, yeah going the full whack 50. It does uh, seem like a sort of £20 range sort of game. Yeah. yeah. Still, I'd much rather at that than free-to-play, in all honesty, because that's a, that's something that I could see being uh, paywalled to shit. <laughs> Fair what, enough. like all the Pokemon mobile games? Basically, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Nightfire. 
Uh, what's happening with Minecraft? So, Minecraft, Minecraft Earth is shutting down in June 2021, and I didn't even know that thing released. I thought it was still in development. So that shows how how much it touched the success of it. It, it certainly wasn't around a while, I know, I know that much, because yeah. didn't it launch in 2019? Yeah, well, October yeah. 2019. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's just an augmented reality, like Minecraft on your phone kind of game, which I heard is actually decent, but like, I guess just not decent enough to have people play it. I mean, ultimately, augmented reality is still just a gimmick. The same with yeah. VR. It's, for the most part, still just right. a gimmick. Yeah, the reason why, uh, what's the word, uh, the reason why Pokemon Go is still going is because basically it was the first big one that everyone fucking played, so there's, even if it's just like 1% of the people still playing, it's still a lot. And I think it's also playing. something that people actually wanted, like the, yeah. the concept of it, I think people actually wanted. They I think it's also because it's Pokemon and more old, older generation people that have phones now still like Pokemon, so it's still an easy incentive to play Pokemon Go rather than play Minecraft. Yeah. It's probably an easy out, isn't it? We could blame COVID. You know, people aren't roaming around doing things together as groups, which is what we banked on. Let's just pull the plug on a bad idea. And everyone will just be like, yeah, you're right. It's COVID. They won't question it. Yeah, I mean, it is fair, because I think that Minecraft Earth, unlike Pokemon Go, was more based on, like, actual... Because Pokemon Go, you can just play completely solo, like, and mm. not give a single shit about people. But I think Minecraft Earth was more just, like, if you go to a park, there's, like, communal builds of, like, people adding their own stuff and all that. And if there is COVID, which I can see it as being an issue, if you're not allowed to fucking go out at all, then, you know, it's definitely not good for it. Damn, I should have played that. Just go around and just turn all the monuments that people made at the friendship. Right. <laughs> 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 You still can. You have time till June. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> My ultimate goal is to ruin everyone's fun at the... <laughs> uh, Next, Platinum Games. Huh? Yes, Platinum Games founder. Uh, I don't know why I've just typed found. <laughs> <laughs> Platinum Games has been found after all this time. <laughs> Platinum Games founder is hopes to reveal more info about Bayonetta 3 as well as said there is unannounced projects they're going to announce. In oh, I find it weird how he says he hopes to reveal more info. Like, what What the hell? Like, If, if I mean, you want to you know. announce more info, do it. Don't, I think don't hope to do it. No, no, no. I mean, <laughs> if... You don't know about the secret Jap Japanese man behind him with a gun that just tells yeah. him what he's allowed to say. Yeah. It's also like if a game's early in development, like if they've made a good amount of progress, they go, okay, we can start announcing stuff, build some hype for this, get it going. But if they go, okay, we're going to actually need like another year or two longer to get this to where we need it to be, they go, okay, we'll hold back, we won't announce this. Yeah, I, I know it's weird for, I think Nintendo's probably the biggest offender of this, where they'll announce a game and then release it a couple of months later. I know it's a bit fucking weird, but I think it's better than announcing a game and then you don't hear anything of it for like three whole years, you know, Bayonetta 3 being the, the example, funny enough. Because you just sort of forget about it after a while. Yeah. It's hard to keep the hype rolling when it's just a game that's in what I can only assume is development purgatory. <laughs> I am hoping this one actually comes to PC, because I, like pla I like Platinum <laughs> games, but I'm not like, and I want to play the, the Bayonetta games more than just one. But I'm not buying a fucking Switch for two games. 
But the Astro Chain is also on the it, Switch. But there's you more can, than you two games I know. You Microsoft and Sony for that, though. No, I mean, like, they, games they were like, absolutely yeah. not interested in funding Bayonetta 2 at all. And then Nintendo was like, you know, yeah. we'll give this a shot. And I think, you know, just to stay on their good side, it's like, yeah, we'll keep this on Nintendo systems. I didn't mean how many games the Switch has. I mean, how many games on the Switch I actually want to play, which is Astral Chain and Bayonetta 2. Yeah, but there's more in that I know you'd be interested in. I probably wouldn't play it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just go on my PC. I just don't just play Just play consoles. Warframe on the Switch. Yeah. I mean, I you'd probably be better off with the Switch Lite, because at least then, you know, you got a mm. decent handheld device, because I've got plenty of Switch yeah, like, quite a lot. I, I, just I, wait I, I, for I, I, Switch I, I, to I, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I have both, so I find both of them useful. The main Switch is good yeah. if you want to be able to stream. The Switch Lite is good if it's just casual gaming. I think the Switch Lite is also more attractive if you actually travel instead yeah. of the yeah. other one. Because I tried to travel with the main, the, the, the regular Switch, and it's just clunky. To take a little along. kickstand doesn't take enough weight. Like you want to sit it up and rest your hands holding it with that. And it, it could it do with being able to go go back a little bit further. Yeah. And be made out of like metal. A few that are really good. Um, I have a Zelda one that I use for the Switch Lite just because it goes with a theme for it. And then I have a different stand that's one of the biogenic ones that actually holds up the major kind of weight of the Switch, which it doesn't have a problem with it. It's just I've traveled with is it both before. The black so... breath of, is it the Black Breath of the Wild case? Because that one is actually quite good with putting the Switch on it. Yeah, I really wanted that at the I time, but it was so. never in stock when I tried to get it. it was <laughs> I was I was working at the time, so I got to pick it up early, and then eventually I got my Switch, and then I was like, wait a minute, I want a second one. So then I now have two, and I kind of want a third one for Animal Crossing. <laughs> I can't stop myself. I saw the Animal Crossing one get released, and I was like, that looks like the in-game one. I need that. So, yeah. Um... Please stop me from buying more consoles because I'm already looking at the PS5. More consoles for Canada. Oh, if, 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 buy them for us instead, Canada. If you're going to buy consoles, buy it for us. Buy it for the rest of the podcast. I will. Yeah. I, I will. Fine. I will start, like, you know, this campaign of trying to buy you guys consoles. Jeez. Instead of buying start consoles, a oh, how much money you can spend on Gatron? Just stuff. put it on Kickstarter. Help me fund me. Yeah. Getting Did you not hear that? He doesn't want to buy a Switch, but he wants a Switch, clearly. So <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't play a Switch. I'm telling you now, I have no use for a Switch. <laughs> Because if I'm like in my house, sexually, mechanically, <laughs> like, I, I, if I'm at home, I'm gonna be playing on my PC. <laughs> I don't, I like, I'm a 15 minute walk from my work, so I don't like travel, so I wouldn't use it then. Even then, I would play Fate on my phone. <laughs> also, during your walk, you're listening to the podcast, obviously. Exactly, <laughs> like everybody does in the England. The uh, England, <laughs> the whole England. I thought your demographic was now ninety percent Australian. Oh, we got some Australia as well, haven't we? Yeah. Um, uh, what has what has Microsoft been up to? Was this just a publicity stunt? What Probably. is this? So I mean, oh. the announcement was this morning that they done fucked up and yeah. um, they've changed. So the hang on, uh, you're gonna have to. Uh, wisen so, yeah. me up. So, oh yeah, it's fine. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah, this one so, I'm not too sure of. Okay, so, Microsoft <laughs> was going to basically try and double the price of Xbox Live Gold annual pass, like 
passes for the console version, not like the PC one. And it's basically the first time they've tried to like raise the price in years. And it was just, you know, out of nowhere with no prior mention of it or anything. And I guess people were like, what the fuck? Uh, enough times for them to just like backtrack uh, apparently earlier today, according yeah. to Ian. Yeah, it was. Like, and they were uh, like, so- actually, uh, no, we're not doing that because we're not complete retards, <laughs> just mainly. <laughs> it was like less than 24 hours. I sold the thing yesterday. We're only 90% retard, not full retard. It's <laughs> a bit weird when you just upgrade your subscriptions price by double the amount. Nobody would be staying then. Yeah. I saw the announcement yesterday, added it to the notes, went to bed, woke up, then backtracked already. And it was like, okay, that was fast. <laughs> So uh, they must have been shitting themselves at the response. Ian, can you read out the quote? Um, possibly. In your best sort of in Microsoft voice. accent. In, in your vo- Microsoft voice. <laughs> well, Microsoft Sam. Yeah. We know <laughs> up to date. Like, imagine you're talking to your local MP trying to get trying to be polite. No, this, sassy... is, this is um, this is. I don't know if you've seen the South Park episode where they release Cthulhu and it's got the 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 oil baron and it's just like. We messed up today. We're sorry. You were right to let us know. Connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming. We failed to meet those expectations. We're sorry. I'm rubbing my nipples, by the way. You've got to do it while rubbing your nipples just to it's let everyone know. It's got a kind of relaxed Bill Gates feel about it, to be honest. That's some, yeah. well, so, so, wait, you're, saying, you're saying you're sorry, but you don't actually fucking care. Yeah. No, I've Failed never got the heebie-jeebies worth in my players life. who count on it every day. And as a can, result, can the podcast we have decided not to change the pricing. We're sorry. <laughs> mm. At the end of every sentence, it's got to be, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm <laughs> sorry for being sorry. It could have been, worse. It could have been like the telecom guys. But it's, oh, we're sorry. Is there, is there no other telecom provider in the town? Oh, we're sorry, guys. <laughs> they should have just posed a yellow screen with it as well. I need to stop rubbing my nipples. It feels strange. <laughs> that if, you're gonna, if you're going to angle for a price increase... I'd have done that around the same time they were launching a new cutting edge, brand new console. Say, right, we're launching a brand new console with all these new high quality features and 4K loveliness. And we're going to have to put our Xbox Live membership up for anyone with that new console because whatever reason, think of Ah, something. But that that puts people off adopting new consoles. I was going to say, that's that's not even... Yeah, you don't change it. You get, oh yeah, nothing's going to change there. Then like half a year later, that's when you go... And there's going to be a price increase. People have already bought it. People have already bought into the console. There, they're stuck. They're locked in. I th- yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think one of the bigger complaints the about it. One, one, one mm. of the bigger complaints about it was that um, free-to-play games are, is are locked behind this pricing. So if you've got a PlayStation, Fortnite is 100% free-to-play. If yeah. you've got an Xbox and you want to play Fortnite, you you've got Xbox to pay Gold. the subscription. You don't have a choice. Yeah, you can't get um, online with the console without Xbox Live no. Gold, really. Free-to-play free yeah. free games aren't... It's, so no, so they're yeah. not free, because you're paying Microsoft. So. They've said, uh, because of this whole mess that they've caused, now you don't need Xbox Live Gold to play free-to-play games. Yeah, According no. to Uber, they retracted that statement already. I did, though. They've retracted the retraction. I thought that he meant that they retracted... Uh, yeah, oh. the up price increase. Yeah. I don't know which ah. one it was. But... They've, they've retracted the price increase, whether or not that's... Um... 
Yeah, it's know, a bit unclear what to what the, he is responding to what, right now. What well, the thing is, now nobody knows what the fuck they're talking about. What's no, actually going to happen I mean, now? If no, they don't, how are we going to work to it me, out? Yeah, it would be that, okay, we're going to put the price up from $60 to 120 but you don't need it to play free, free-to-play free games. That would make sense to me. Um, as some sort of like way of compensating you for putting the price up if you don't want to do anything other than play Fortnite, you know. Yeah, but why would you pay a hundred and twenty dollars a year to play online games? Well, you kind of have to at the moment with the way that Xbox Live Gold yeah. membership works. It's like um, you want to connect to their servers, you need to be a member, member of the club, mate. Time to go to PlayStation, I guess. Well, maybe. Yeah. Imagine playing consoles. <laughs> I forgot how much of a PC nerd Harry is. Okay, that's good. With how much he was uh, taking a shit on the Switch, you would have thought that was obvious. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, yeah. It wasn't even, it was just, I don't have a use for it, then I don't. Like... I've lost my Switch for over six months. I don't know where it is. And have my, you my, missed my it? On the wall. <laughs> Sarah have you to searched under your bed? Uh, everywhere but the vibrator drawer. See have you searched everywhere? Actually, <laughs> looked everywhere. HD Rumble makes sense, so yeah, it probably does pass as a vibrator. Oh, oh no. Oh. I mean, they're called Joy-Cons for a reason. Wait a minute. Am I the only one that's in here? I'm the only girl, right? Okay, and I'm the one that didn't know that. I didn't think of that. Okay, I am one of the boys, but I'm not one of the boys. <laughs> but I did not think of that at all. See? Kata's <laughs> innocent. Your mind isn't in the gutter like everyone says it is. I mean, not right now, no. <laughs> all right, I gotta well, be professional. Yeah, of course, absolutely. That's like quick news. Quick news. Quick news. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored by Monkey Shoulder. <laughs> you can't for, say that if you're not actually sponsored by the so Outland. They're, they're just gonna like, listen to us and like, wait, fuck, we sponsored them and didn't pay. Ah, oh, fuck, fix it, quick, send them money. Send them money, yeah. <laughs> we forgot they're gonna sue us. Didn't the guy do that? Like, sent a, just sent a check to Microsoft for years and then just kept paying. Like an invoice. Yeah. Oh shit, he paid, but it wasn't. He hadn't done anything. They just sent you was just sending invoices and they were paying them. <laughs> Big brain. <laughs> yeah, definitely big brain. <laughs> Taps heads. Okay, so before we get our teeth into the Resident Evil story, we've got something from um, the whole Star Wars camp, if you like, the Star Wars franchise. Right, so that's, that's Hat's territory. So it was. Break, break us in, Hat. What's going on here? So there has, well, as I said, been some use for the Star Wars games. Disney has essentially revived the old LucasArts brand uh, that used to make all the Star Wars games before the, uh, Disney bought them all. Uh, Why did been... it down in the first place? I, I still never understood that. I don't know. They just wanted to wipe everything that was Lucas apparently off Star Wars. And yeah. now they're like, oh shit, we fucked this up so badly. So they brought them back as Lucasfilm games. Which I assume isn't going to be a studio, more of like a little company just to make sure that other companies are not fucking up the games. I really like The Force Unleashed. That was a, a Lucasfilms game. Mm -hmm. I thought that was very good. Basically, back in the day. Don't know what year uh, that would have been. A long time ago. I'm going to say 2006. Let's have a yeah, look. something like that. 
The Force Unleashed one. What? Round the Wii U time. 2008. Yeah. I think at the time that was the most expensive Only computer game ever made. It also fucked up, yeah. I think it fucked up a lot of lore as well. Because <laughs> it was like, how the <laughs> hell can he just pull a Star Destroyer out of, yeah. the, out of space? <laughs> <laughs> Moon on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it seems like with EA's contract for exclusive Star Wars games coming to an end, which it seems like they've done fucking nothing with, um, well, they made two Battlefront games, and that was it. <laughs> they also made well, the only legacy EA leaves behind oh, yeah, is that, that microtransactions are under the loop because of them. Also, what's what? that other one? Credit uh, where it's due. Fallen Order is very that's the good. One. Yeah, they made five yeah. games. One of them was good. <laughs> this, the, the squadron thing is pretty good. The flight one, the flying ships thing, the recent one. Oh, I heard it was actually bugger, bugger all. No, no, it was yeah. all right. I've got it. It's not bad. So, the new uh, company that's going to be making one of the Star Wars games is Ubisoft. And they're now working on an <laughs> so, open, open world so Star Wars Wars. <laughs> yeah, they, they've basically just fucking returned back to the start again. Because yeah. Ubisoft is a variant of EA at this point. <laughs> so, open world Star Wars. So, we, yeah. so we're going to get Assassin's Creed Star Wars. Far Cry. Yes. My money's what on Far of, Cry. What kind of Star Wars It doesn't matter which one you pick. Like They're all the same fucking game. What kind of Star Wars style tower will you be climbing to survey the area and unlock new missions, <laughs> do you think? <laughs> Probably a satellite dish or something. Ewok Treehouse. You got to visit Tatooine, but it's only <laughs> like one town, and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Rev, what are you gonna say, sorry? They need to just make like Star Wars Mountain Blade. That that's would be really good. I, I mean, that's, I, that's, I, all, that's, that's all they need to do. All I did was mod Mountain Blade Warband with the Star Wars mod. Right, yeah, but like they need to make like an official one. <laughs> yeah. But no. So you, it isn't like Ubisoft's got the exclusive rights now. It's just Ubisoft's the first company that isn't EA. That's been announced as they're making a Star Wars game. We know the developer is Massive Entertainment, which they made The Division 1 and 2. So, opinions there of those games of how they are. Mm-hmm. So, bullet punches. Probably. I'm, probably a th- I'm guessing th- like third person Far Cry. They, they were just lacking big brain stuff, mm-hmm. the, those Division games. They're just so shallow. No, they're just going to say again that think... there is no political background in the Star Wars, Star Wars game and then it's going to be political. I think you could say uh, that the games are shallow for every Ubisoft game in the last 10 years. Yeah, maybe. Apparently yeah. there was good feedback for that Immortals game. I mean, it was like, okay, from what I oh, heard. Oh, is that Dark Souls? Like, it, was, it, was, it was basically... Uh, it's it, a Breath of the Wild for Ubisoft game, I think. Oh, uh, okay. And that's why yeah. it was successful, it was basically they, they Breath released of the three, Wild. They released three games last year and all of them were roughly the same sort of thing. Like, <laughs> An oh, open what, world what, Ubisoft what I, game. <laughs> What I understood of the Immortal Rising thing is, like, the gameplay is fine. Dialogue is absolutely fucking atrocious because it takes itself way too seriously. So as long as the character shut the fuck up, the game is enjoyable. <laughs> Which is, you know, fair, I guess. <laughs> so we're going to see an Ubisoft Breath of the Star Wars game. Yeah. Pre- yeah. Uh, yeah. The creative director is Dave. I'll let you read the uh, The creative director for the game is going to be Julian... Gerahiety, Gerity, 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 Gerity. Thank you. Him. 
who has directed the Division Two and the crew. So a lot of the Division team, it seems like mm, the crew's bad. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> this the crew coming out and then nothing, which terrible. is usually a bad yeah. sign. But then uh, they made the crew too, I think. I like yeah, it. they did. But it was like a bad Need for Speed, and that's Need for Speed. <laughs> <laughs> When was the last time we actually had a good need for speed? Well, yeah. <laughs> we have a need for what we <laughs> And they're going to be using the Snowdrop engine, which it's the same engine the Division's made in. Uh, they've also made South Park, the Fractured Butthole. Uh, yeah. That Starlink what? game. That was the... not as good as Stick of Truth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say. Uh, that Starlink game, which you remember was like the Skylander thing, but was customizable spaceships. No, I don't remember. What, I think no. they the showed it off at one of the i series we're at, Dave and Ian. Oh, okay. I think, I think it doesn't yeah. ring a bell, but it, yeah. there were like little model plastic ships that you plopped on and you got it. And I think ah, it was a, a Nintendo Switch custom one where you got Star Fox's ship. Yeah, oh, I do God, remember, yeah, now I remember that, you, that now. Yeah, yeah. Now, now that you mention it, I think we did. Yeah, we did, I specifically remember it for the Star Fox stuff. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> demoed it at, um, at Insomnia, didn't they? I think. Yeah, it yeah. flopped real hard. Yeah, but yeah, that sort of engine. So you can think of anything like that. Also, the Nintendo boys, that Mario plus Rabbits Kingdom Battles that was just oh, Mario God. Rabbits XCOM. I, I heard some decent stuff from that, that it was a fairly Mario game, but it was a decent XCOM-style one. What, Mario yeah. vs. Rabbits? Yeah. The, the, yeah, yeah that, was, that, that was a really good game, yeah. It got some awards, that did, didn't it? Like it did yeah, that game, well. was, uh, that yeah. game was surprisingly really good, because, like, rabbits suck. Yeah, I think that's like, uh, the reason why I just went, ugh, because I have such a negative opinion on the rabbits. <laughs> the original minions. But but overall, the game was actually really good XCOM-like. I mean, could you just stop rabbiting on about it, please? Oh. No. <laughs> Can we stop the puns, please? We're not in Britain. For every pun, I'm, for every pun I'm shooting you in Tonkov. <laughs> Again. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, uh, EA have came out after the whole Ubisoft announcement saying, guys, we're still making Star Wars games. We've got a number of projects still in the works. More more surprise mechanics, eh? Maybe Battlefront 3 where they actually support. If you're a gamer, what you really want is you want healthy competition in the market Mm -hmm. sector so that EA have to put more energy into making their next Star Wars game. They can't just, you know, dial it in. Um, so this is good news, I think, yeah. for everybody. How about no more surprise mechanics? I, I don't think they'll more, try that again after the outrage. More surprise mechanics. No more gacha in paid, in paid games. More loot boxes. I mean, after Genshin's success, I'm half expecting so, like Ubisoft. Yeah, but Genshin is a free-to-play one. game. That's the difference. If you put yeah, down I, 50 quid, you don't I, expect yeah, to down that's what I'm 50. Saying. Like you're, they're gonna look at Genshin, ignore the fact it's free to play. Look at the money it's made, but like that it's made so far, and go, we want a piece of that, and try and put the gacha in a pay, in like a full price game just to try and milk it. it it's called to FIFA. Help people are complaining more about that than in Genshin. Had it's called <laughs> FIFA 19 and FIFA 20, where people put in three k quid because their children took their credit card. You leave Viking and Slash alone. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> And then they just recycled FIFA 20 into 21. And, yeah. 
Can't now, believe they've ever done that. <laughs> moving on to the meat. Oh, the meat and potatoes of the podcast, everyone. Resident Evil 8 Village. Also known as Golf Girlfriend Step On Me, please. <laughs> oh, God. They yeah. actually showed off some gameplay now. How are we supposed to be scared when we're so attracted to the ridiculously tall vampire lady? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a Resident Evil game and it's absolutely going to transform into a billion of tentacles and that's even more interesting to me. Uh (laughs) Uh I've seen enough hentai to know where this is going. It is a Japanese game company, remember? (laughs) So it's going to happen. Why does he got the word? I mean, the final boss of Seven was a tentacle monster. It's set in a village. Well, a village and yeah. a castle. Oh, is that so it? So it's Resident yeah. Evil 4? Essentially. Oh. A, a lot of it is just sort of like referencing uh, Resident Evil 4, apparently. I think it's got a new merchant now who's called Duke or something, and he's nowhere near as memorable or as cool as the Resident Evil 4 merchant, so they've already fucked up there. I'm not I mean, I, I like the fat guy. Yeah, that's pretty cool. He's, he, he will never be... What are you buying? Levels of cool. <laughs> what are you selling? Isn't that just that might just be nostalgia speaking though? Yeah, possibly. Uh, what yeah, are you Charles. buying? So, yeah, I, I mean, you could say nostalgia speaking, but everyone, you know, is talking about it for a reason. So they obviously did something right back then. Did we expect <laughs> this from the Capcom leaked um, information that came out last year? Uh, Was some of the stuff. Yeah. Not the second thing that they announced, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. We're yeah. still talking Ooh. about Village. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go on through a quick bit of info for it. We know that, as I think we mentioned last time, we're talking about this. The main character is the same one from Resident Evil 7, Ethan Winters. Yes. Uh, he's in the castle searching for his missing daughter, who was, looks like he was abducted by Chris Redfield. Who is now a werewolf or not? Is a what? I thought about there was also imagery of Chris uh, being half wolf or some shit. I've got that. Yeah, so to 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 put it into perspective, Resident Evil Village looks fucking weird, and I don't really think it's going to be a good Resident Evil game. Going to be a good game. I mean, do you think Seven was a good Resident Evil game? I thought it was actually quite quite good. Actually, yeah, quite so that's it. weird. Like, this is why I, I can't really give an opinion on what I think of 8 yet, because I understand that Resident Evil 7 was a good game, but I didn't like it. It's not really my cup of tea like, for Resident atmosphere Evil. Wise, but I will not was... deny it was a good game. Yeah. So the like, thing atmosphere is. Atmosphere wise, like the first person perspective and the way that even worked in 7 was interesting because you were kind most of the time just powerless. Yeah. But it's. They went back, like, Resident Evil 7 is more back to the original in the sense of the, like, it's more environmental horror and, like, slow building horror, whereas the fucking 6 and 5 were just, like, those really terrible action games, basically. Yeah. So, in that sense, 7 was a good return to form, and it seems like they're just going along with but actually they, doing horror again. They, they went a re- another return to form with the 2 and, to a lesser extent, the 3 remakes. Yeah, true. And I think I would have preferred a Resident Evil running like those, but as Resident Evil 8, if you see where I'm going with this. Like, you mean, I mean, you, you basically... Like the, the first Resident Evil 2 remake, but as a new game and... That's fair. I think... If it was like Resident Evil 2, then it would be okay, but not as yeah. Resident Evil 3 remake, then it would be shit. Yeah. I mean, well, also, I think 7 is... <laughs> 7 is probably... Way more like quote unquote Resident Evil if you just play it in VR versus like actual PC. 
the first person definitely helps for it. So, well, so I assume Eight will have a VR version as well. It's kind of just like an evolution of the franchise. It can't stay as like how like it was like twenty years ago or something like that. The lady in the big hat that's in the trailer, the one yes. that's got huge tits. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the one that everyone wants to have sex yeah. with. <laughs> the dummy mummy. They did the thing that everyone, every man that makes a character, well, actually not just men, everyone that makes characters in computer games uses the slider and sees how big the boobs go. You know, yeah. they just did that with her, didn't they? Just maxed it out. That'll do. She's like seven feet tall as well. <laughs> I think she's bigger than that, actually. Her tits like, didn't look that massive. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I think it's, they just look big when, um, you know, that's sort of the it, level. Was that, the is that not coming from anime? <laughs> no, it's just... <laughs> I don't know, it just I only looked at the trailer once, so I probably didn't look at her boobs more more at the situation even was uh, well well we gotta <laughs> just stop the podcast now. You didn't look at her boobs that much? Bouncing tips. I mean, that's one of the first things you see when she yeah. kinda of goes through the door in the demo. <laughs> oh, that's, that's exactly what I thought of when I saw it, I was like, ah. But then I saw Chris Redfield and I was like he has the same vibes as like Sean Bean. I'm not kidding. <laughs> but so he's gonna die. A lot. Oh, I, I think that would be an incredibly. If, if you say he's, like, he's got a Sean Bean vibe, he's gonna die. Oh man, spoilers. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's see, the thing is, is that I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I would like to play the game like a blind playthrough, only from. No, but don't call trailer. him Sean Bean. <laughs> he looks, it's not my fault he looks like it. You know, if he looks the part, I, well, I don't know what to tell Canada. you. Chris Redfield's gonna die, guys. I'm sorry. Because he's Sean Bean. F. 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 So, F. Gameplay-wise, would it looks slow. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I, I feel like we haven't seen enough gunplay, in my opinion. I, it's probably going to play a lot like Seven, which, again, not saying yeah. it's a bad thing, not my personal cup of tea, though. But, um... I, shoot. The whole supernatural perspective of it might bother me a little bit too much. I don't to see. I don't, I don't think there is that much of a supernatural thing because I know shows very. Oh, much, yeah, it's probably going to be some umbrella well, shenanigans at well, the end of it. But... Straight away, you can tell from what they showed, like the little trailer at the start of the showcase. Uh, the big mummy milkers isn't actually a vampire because she's sitting in front of a mirror and you can see a reflection. Vampires yeah, don't but, have reflections. Yeah, but it could just be, you know, not the fucking folklore vampire that we know of had. Yeah. Uh, because it uh, have to I be mean, the exact same vampire. I mean, current vampire standards is that they also have to glitter, so... <laughs> <laughs> they also have to be miserably in love. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Hat does have a point, though. Usually the generic definition of them is that the number one way that you can know they're vampires they have to ask for permission to go into your home by knocking on the door and such. yeah well, I was gonna say it's their, it's their home unless it's their home right <laughs> but also the reflection thing is a number one sign mm -hmm. so therefore she has a reflection i do believe it's something to deal with the virus again yeah i mean of course it's a resident evil game yeah well, that, that is how it ended off with in seven even though it didn't look like it initially yeah. but like suddenly throwing like vampires into the series that that would be weird. Yeah, it, it is a bit of a, a turn off to me personally. But hello, little uh, wooden goat. That's weird. Um, I'm just watching the trailer, and all the movement just feels really like he's pressing the slow walk button. 
It could be, you know, it I mean, just looks really slow. When have like characters in any game trailer ever like played slash look? Yeah, like, like the, the way they move the camera around and stuff. Yeah. Like this very it's, slow pattern. Yeah. Never take down as like actually how it is in the game. I did notice it's... Uh, a decent amount of popping. There was well, there was a one part where he's going through the corridor, and if you look at the walls, you can see like them all just like the shadows and everything just like popping in. Mm. Um, I mean, it, Capcom's it is it's showing gameplay, lot, which we do like to see. They, no, they did show a bit of gameplay, but it's still not enough because it felt like here's just the tiniest bits, but not enough. Like, is well, it I mean, like Resident be... Evil? Is be... it like Resident Evil Two, like the, I mean, the, the re remake? Because it, it, that one was quite fast paced. If you went for the speed runs, of course. Okay. Because I feel like they did not show enough gunplay to judge the combat. How much crafting was in the previous one? Because I know that they did mention that there's going to be more crafting in this. There's, all, there's always crafting for meds and ammo and all that yeah. in pretty much every single Resident Evil. Yeah, that's back in. Hey, if, <laughs> if you, I know people listening to the podcast can't see it, but if you go to the showcase about uh, 6.45... When they're walking around that corridor, you can kind of see on the left side of the wall is going in quite a bit of popping. Wasn't crafting usually wait? It was always already done in the in inventory, even in seven. I yeah, guess. well, the main thing on Resident Evil is like really strict inventory management, or at least it was in the older games. Like, well, yeah. even in the remakes, actually, like you had very limited inventory space, and key items would take up space for your actual like resources you know like your guns your ammo etc etc um and sort of the same would go for recovery items but you could combine certain items like herbs being the main one to improve their healing effects and stuff it does um, also seem to be uh upgrading in this yeah uh, in uh, since it seems to be using four as sort of like a, a very loose base uh there was weapon upgrading in four but it had nothing to do with crafting you'd literally talk to the merchant oh this uh, is what they did when he's talking to the merchant you can see he goes on one of the things and there's like yeah, weapon yeah. And they've got like bars on which seem to be like upgrades. they've got a merchant called the duke according yeah. to their show notes yeah. yeah and you will buy and sell weapons and will also be available for upgrading weapons uh, so the game comes out on the 7th of May yep. on PC, PlayStation 4 and 5, Xboxes with all the X's and S's. Uh, so it's out on everything, which is nice. All on the same date, maybe, which is cool. Yep. It will probably run better than Cyberpunk 2077 on launch. Well, <laughs> well that's the, probably because uh, it's made for a console. versions, probably. I'm not 100%. As far as the PS4 uh, can go, at least, that... Well, it'll be because it's made for consoles first, and then upscale yeah, to like, yeah. the the new ones, and then PC. While Cyberpunk was made for high end PCs, and then downgraded and downgraded into Oblivion, where it just didn't run. Yeah, quite the, right. The Resident Evil engine is quite stable, though, on PC. I have to say, it really is. It's very stable across yeah. the board. It also like, it's, it's even on the Switch now recently with Monster Hunter Rise. So they've done a really good job with that engine. And it also really shows with DMC five. Hmm. Will the, the, there any of you just... be pre-ordering this to get your Mr. Mm. Raccoon weapon charm? And no. I'll, I'll have to see more of the village before I get it. Like I said, I wasn't a huge I fan. I will probably get stuff. it on like a sale. I'm not entire. I, I I do want the game, but I'm just not Gee, entirely convinced. Sixty-five pound on PC. Oh my god! 
Jesus that's Christ. a lot of money. That's uh, a lot of money. Well, at any rate, I think we the... can. Sorry, oh, sorry. Do you want to carry on talk about village? Because no, he wants to move on. He's desperate well, to move on. <laughs> I'm just saying, Gorefu, because they announced all the like different editions for the game, and uh, right. mostly the digital deluxe edition, where what was it? There was one of them that just said max difficulty. Does that mean they're locking one of the difficulties behind the that, version? That'd be a shitty by. practice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. The Actually, wasn't digital... there a company that tried that before? I, I, I seem to have vague memories of that. Like, That's really the bad that they are. Just, we'll spot just so that. it's easier. Like, there's, I'll post it in the podcast notes. There's a thing. So, there's a, they get a save device, a, a kitted out pistol that says max difficulty. Uh, something of the tragedy of Ethan Winters, which adds an art collection with a little text, safe room music, a little bobblehead, and uh, like a filter. So, yeah, so currently, from what I quickly Google, it seems to be more that if you buy the deluxe edition, you'll have access to the max difficulty from the get go, whereas the other ones you just have to beat the campaign and you unlock yeah, the max that, difficulty. That would make, oh, sense. make sense. They also did yeah. that, they did that with yeah. DMC five with certain taunts and such. That you I like that you're, you're rewarding your mega fans who have probably played a lot of Resident Evil and don't need to play the easy mode. You know, I like that. No, I mean, I, I guess it's fine. Like, I don't see the issue of it. There's literally no, tree, I, I, no up or down about it. The problem would be if other people that bought other versions couldn't even ever get to that version of difficulty. It just, it, that would seem, be... it just seems like an odd thing to lock behind, like, a paywall or, like, a, like a grind. In... In, well, normally hard versions of games are normally locked behind completing a lower difficulty version. That's not unusual. Um, what is unusual is the shortcut to it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I guess not. I don't play those kinds of games anymore, though. <laughs> you also, play games the, still? What, what's the, like, the save device? Like, how does that differ? They didn't really explain it. They just went, here's all this stuff, and it's like, what does any of this do? Is this, like, Tailwind sourced? Well, it's a fucking single player game, but it's like. It's a waste. Hmm. Like, Pay to cheat. Yeah, like, is it the sort of thing of, oh, you get this, you can just save wherever you want, but if you haven't bought the digital deluxe, you've got to go to, like, a save room. The demo that's out on PS5 doesn't have combat. No, it's it's not even. You're not even playing as a. Ethan. Ethan. You're playing as some random last called. The maiden who's trying to escape. That's just a total waste of time. Yeah. Like, I want to see how this game feels. This game that has a lot of shooting in. Will the demo have shooting? No. Well, Not yes, much I can. Yeah, uh, I, I can look at. <laughs> I can know. look at the pretty, the pretty walls. Oh boy. The you only thing you said will the demo would have for PC is do do does my PC run it or not? Yeah. I, mean, I think I think RE seven demo was the same. It was just kind of like yeah. Uh, it's on like tiny side story. It has it's a character. Like, you play the demo yeah. and then play Resident Evil Seven. They're two fucking different mm -hmm. games. <laughs> yeah, like I think it's fine. It's just mainly to showcase what the game is going to be like. Slash about like yeah. down to the issue of it. Get uh, familiar with the um, with the surroundings. Yeah, because it look it, it look yeah it is in the same castle. Mm -hmm. And is you have to escape the vampire uh, lady. That hates when like pre-orders. And different editions give you like a shit ton of resources in a game about managing resources. Like it says, if you pre-order it, you get a weapon charm, which I, I, I want, is that going to be stats? I think that adds stats or just cosmetic. And then you get a survival resource pack, which look like meds and ammo and things like that. But 
in a game where you're supposed to be trying to like survive and scavenge stuff and that's a key part of it just throwing like loads of resources at you doesn't that kind of they do they, yeah. they do this with uh, with jrpgs as well now yeah well it was it's same like, a lot of the games you buy the like the better edition because you want so, like something else so, say like the art book or things like that and then they've just completely killed the sort of starting like progression in the game by giving you some mid-level weapon and it's like well all this stuff i'm getting it's pointless because I've already got better stuff from just pre-ordering it. It just it, for me, it just ru- I find it ruins like the pace of, of a lot of games, and I wish companies would stop doing it. Marine. Yes. Nightfire was announced. What else was announced? <laughs> so yeah, in addition to uh, all this Resident Evil Village news, they because uh, I think it's the twenty-fifth anniversary of Resident Evil this year. It, it, it is, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, you know, they thought they'd do something for the community, you know, um, a, a special way for them to celebrate, you know, the, mm-hmm. the years of Resident Evil. And their way about it is uh, a PvP six-player multiplayer game that nobody wants or likes, and it's going to be dead on arrival. <laughs> it's, it, it, it's, going, it's the equivalent of Star Wars Battlefront. It looks like that. It's also, like, it does uh, actually. Yeah, this is a pretty good. Well, it's a third-person shooter. Sort of thing. I think the issue yeah, is but like, it's basically so... like the the game mode in the original Battlefront, where you could just spawn in as Jedi or yeah. story yeah. characters. Yeah. But so, that, so like... basically, that's that. It's basically that specific mode in the old Battlefront series, where you just start as a main character, and it looks like if you die, you turn into a villain. Yeah, so, it, it just makes no logistical sense, really. Is like, this only quiet, available well, if you've got the division? No, that's, no, that's something different. I mean, oh, what, sorry. What I don't get is like, so it's, the map they show is just the fucking Resident Evil Two, like just yeah. But why is it like this weird cartoony, cel shaded art style? Oh my god, it, it looks, looks terrible. It does look ugly. See, like, I, I, the I, I blood can... is like this, like really flashy, bright red, like triangles. <laughs> It's like, I, why? I can get past the cell the, the thing that for me, where I, as soon as I saw it, I went, this looks fucking awful. The shooting. Like, my, yeah. like All right. Res, I've played a little bit of Resident Evil games, but one thing that's never kind of appealed to us, I've never went, wow, this shooting feels really fucking good. I want a competitive environment for this sort of shooting. Well, it it always thing. felt clunky. Yeah, the, the shooting in Resident Evil is supposed to feel clunky because it adds to sort of yeah, like the yeah. stress of the situation. But in a PvP environment, absolutely yeah. not. It was such a horrific idea. I don't know why they did also, that. In, I don't in think a it lot... helps that a, a lot of the scenes, like, the people can't aim for shit. No. <laughs> oh, no they're <laughs> fucking aiming for the feet. <laughs> but also, like, in a lot of the shots, the models don't have shadows, I've noticed. They just kind of are there. And some they do, but in a lot they just kind of like stand there with no shadows. I mean, you could argue it's still in development. On the other hand, it's going to be released alongside Village in May, which is not that long away. <laughs> yeah. It's that so... really frustrating thing for third-person shooting when there isn't really a reticle to use as your point of reference mm-hmm. as well, which I find really annoying. You know, when you, you just yeah. have to also, guess that your gun's pointing in that direction. I just don't understand why it has to be PvP. Like, yeah. there has not been a good PvP Resident Evil game. So I don't know why they're, t- they're still trying it. Co-op, it's fine with. Like the, 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 Going through 5 and 6, regardless of what your opinion is, uh, on co-op, is fun. It's enjoyable. <laughs> um, and um, 
they also made another multiplayer one, like multiplayer focus one called Outbreak back in the day. That was apparently fucking really solid. I, I, it's one of those things that I really wish I got to play, but it's got a nice little cult following, and they really want them to, you know, either do a remake of it or a sequel or something. But yeah. no, they're just giving us this PvP shenanigans. <laughs> See, I'm wondering if the really cell shading thing, and if it's because like the dragon you know, models and maps from other, like the sort of remake games and the new it, ones, ones, so they don't clash as much. Yeah, maybe. Like, I don't know, like, like the last screenshot I posted, for example, like, the the two characters in the back, like, you can't even see really who they are, it's just silhouettes, because there's no detail <laughs> that's visible. It might just be a lighting, and also, like, it just feels like there's polka dots everywhere. <laughs> like, on the ground and on the walls. <laughs> I don't know why. It just looks, <laughs> it looks like they tried to do a comic book feel, but it does not work. Yeah, I agree, it's some sort of texture. Yeah. yeah. I can, let's say, I I can personally, I, like, if the shooting was fine, I wouldn't care about anything like that. If it's like, okay, the game feels good, they're going for a different art style for just a stupid throwaway little PvP game. I'd be happy it's free game. anyways. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> yeah, it's free, but it's not exempt from criticism. It certainly looks I know. free. Yeah. Oh, and all it's, that, but it's like... You can criticise it, but at least it's... It, it right, it, here's another money. issue that I have with it, right? So, I'm going to have to compare <laughs> it to Resident Evil 3, right? Because that game got bundled in with Project Resistance, and that was fucking atrocious. Um, but the issue I have with it, Resident Evil 3, the original game, was the first game in the series that introduced the Mercenaries game mode, which was actually a lot of fun. It was like a little arcade shoot as many zombies as you can within the time limit. That game mode is non-existent in the remake, in fact, there's no other additional game modes in, in the remake. The reasoning for that is because it comes bundled in with Project Resistance, which is, as mentioned, absolutely awful. So they've you don't have to realize that this resistance... extra content for Resistance. No, Resistance was originally slated for RE2, but then they had came across too many issues. So they delayed it for RE3. Okay, but it's still taking all the stuff that Resident Evil 3 could have had. That's exactly. what I'm saying. So, it, I mean, Resident Evil 2 had post-launch content for it as well. Like, uh, extra little yeah. story missions and stuff that you could do. Resident Evil 3 got none of that. Project Resistance got a couple of updates for, like, the first six months, and then it just went dead. Like, they, they just stopped because nobody was playing it. I think its all-time record for players was, like, 256 in the past month, I think. Or something along those lines. Either way, its player base hasn't been anywhere near as high as you'd like to think, especially with how how much uh, Resident Evil Three sold in general. So a lot of people would have had resistance. But how many people play that. Resident Evil because they want to do PvP? And it's more like <laughs> the sort of person well, who goes, "I want to play Resident Evil." Okay. It's more okay. like yeah. I want to do survival. They don't go, "I'm going <laughs> to buy this because I, I want to do player versus player." Apparently, at least two like developers wanted to do PvP Resident Evil. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I think what I'm getting at is though, is this going to be taking away additional content from Village? Like, you, you know, they they're giving stuff for the the game that nobody actually really likes. I mean, Resident oh. Evil games in general are never long to begin with, so the expectant like time you put into Resident Evil Eight is probably the first time maybe. 10 hours like 7 was right. also quite short like also within 10 hours and then you had speedruns 
or you increase you try to go faster with each run to get better grades and such see i wonder how much resources actually went into this because i looking through it does look like a lot of just reused assets yeah that's and pretty like, much what it's going to be a hodgepodge yeah. of uh, i think nightfire which... summed it up with dead on arrival isn't it really? oh, <laughs> yeah yeah no, yeah because no one is going to get it for project resistance yeah. and no. the, th the thing is it, it it annoys me because it could have been something else like it could have been something way better if they were going to be giving something. If if they were going to use like a like, like for dead type game, there are perfectly good th like other good things they could have done. Like the as for mentioned mercenaries, they could have done that. What or is they mercenaries? Could have done, uh, it's a game mode where you uh, have a time limit to get as many kills as you can, and it's usually co-op. So you can either compete or work together, that sort of thing. Um, compete in the score sense. It's a lot of fun. Um, Do you think maybe yeah. they're using this to test the waters for maybe a PvP? Because PvP tends to have a bit more longevity than things like that. Uh, quite possibly. I, don't, I really don't know. But another thing that was quite good that they did was uh, in Resident Evil Revelations, they added something called a raid mode, which is um, sort of like a get through point A to B while killing various enemies that have uh, mutators added to them. It's, it almost feels like a little bit of an RPG in that sort of sense. You can level up the characters and whatnot, get new guns, etc, etc. It was very odd, but it, that that was a lot of fun. And me and Ixio were playing it at Altland in the second game. Uh, in fact, I think one of the Altlands, that we were just playing that almost exclusively. <laughs> we were having a lot of fun with it. But that's another thing that they could have done instead. It's... It, you know, just stick to a more co-op sort of thing instead of PvP. Thanks, Nightfire. So before we wrap up uh, the Resident <laughs> Evil finish, etc. showcase anniversary stuff, um, do you want to talk about this division outfits thing? It's probably yeah. not even worth mentioning. Well, so little thing, Actually, if, you if you play the division, they are doing a collaboration event with... I, I do have to mention that I have dinner now waiting for me, so I might have to hop off and actually have that. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's, we're pretty much done. Just gonna we're, pretty... we're wrapping up anyway. We need yeah. to finish by eight. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it looks like the Division is having a collaboration with Resident Evil, where there's going to be an event in the game, and you're going to be able to get Resident Evil skins for your operative. If just by logging in, you get the... Leon's like Rally yeah. stuff. Like the Leon, like yeah. Raccoon City sort of outfit. Just his, uh, just his regular police outfit. I mean, yeah. do people still play Division 2? I think... <laughs> yeah, else it would have already been shut down. Division 2... I think they're trying to get more interested because, you know, they've just, they are doing a few collaborations. I'd say, like, doing one with GFL. That's, that's coming next week. Probably next month, and then they got the Resident Evil one coming. I've got a feeling that it's dying, and they're just kind of like, "Quick collaborations, everything. See if we can get yeah. some interest, breathe <laughs> some life into this." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a shame because I, I would like a sort of game like The Division, a modern sort of looter shooter, but it just doesn't. It's just bullet spongy and doesn't feel right. Okay, so you want more Warframe, but with actual end game content? Yeah, just play Tarkov. I mean, I do, but it's almost like an RPG. <laughs> But yeah, wrap it up. Wrap it up. That's yes. cool. Yeah. Dave, where can I'm you hungry. find us? Oh, well, obviously, if you're already listening to this, you're a very clever, brilliant person. And um, you could recommend us to your friends by telling them that they could listen to this amazing gaming podcast on Spotify or on iTunes or directly on our website, altgaming.uk. 
Uh, if you just put alt gaming into any of those places, like even in Google, you'll find all the information you need uh, with direct downloads on our website and stuff. And yeah, there's a link on there to come and find us in Discord if you wanted to come and hang out and be part of this community. Uh, set up your own clan, you know, have your own little color, little name badge, get a piss taken out of you, the same as everybody else. Um, you can do all that. And uh, yeah, we've also got a, an in-person live events website, which really hasn't got any news on it yet because we're still waiting for COVID to go away. But uh, that's called altland.co.uk. So we're hoping there'll be some news to talk about that soon when we can officially say we can stick a stick in the sand, if you like, and say this is happening. But we just can't do that yet, sadly. So, yeah, we don't know. But other than that, thanks, everybody, for coming out on this Saturday night. Yeah. So you should record on a Saturday, didn't you? Yeah. It's Tuesday. And we did it early, so we got time for to go and get drunk playing a quiz with Duffy now, which is excellent. <laughs> so if you like quizzes, um, we do do them quite frequently. And we do, and if you like drinking, we get shit-faced quite a bit. <laughs> so come join us for all that, or just normal games. Yeah. Not everyone Wait, in here is play normal alcohol. games. No, um, night no fire. What have you got for dinner? Uh, I've just got Chinese. <laughs> go, go and enjoy your Chinese. I, I hope will. they didn't mind being killed and eaten by your family. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. Well, that's good night for me, and thanks everybody for coming. Thanks and, for coming, uh, yeah, everyone. Bye, bye. We'll bye see you everyone. Bye. 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 bye.